Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode, this week's episode of the happiest podcast on earth, where we talk everything Disney and this time something else we're talking about that dark shadowy place the prompt for this episode or i guess the question we'll be asking ourselves is universal better than disney let's find out with me today i have full house there's four of us uh we have mr andrew bailey what up we have aj mulholland hello hello and melinda riley hey everybody so this episode, we'll just, you know, hit a sponsor, right? Let's we'll start off with a sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Mickey and the Mouse Podcast, a new <laughs> podcast streaming everywhere you find podcasts from uh-huh. our very own Melinda Riley as part of the, what did we, <laughs> I just blanked, what did we brand Happiest ourselves? Entertainment. Happiest, Happiest Entertainment. Happiest Entertainment. Yeah, Not so you forgetting we, the name of your own business. We we, <laughs> we reorganized, obviously, in the last few months, and uh-huh. Happiest Entertainment is the parent of Happiest Podcast on Earth, and now yep. Mickey and the Mouse Podcast, which has mm-hmm. just had its first episode. That mm-hmm. would be a week last week. Not so this it would have had previous week two episodes, two episodes at this point, and yes. one coming next and one Wednesday. coming. Yes, yeah, one coming so. next Wednesday. So Very Mel, tell exciting. tell us about it. It's really just okay. So for people on Patreon, they already know. Um, but me and my hubs, John, uh, we started recording things for Patreon. We were calling it Real Talk with the Rileys. and we were just having such a blast talking about Disney and everything Disney, and just making really goofy, silly commentary that we decided to make it a full podcast. So we're going to talk a lot of Disney, obviously, since we love it, but we're also probably going to talk a little universal, a little random, dorky, you know, like anime stuff, you know, basically anything our hearts really want to talk about, we're going to go for it. So if that interests anybody and they want to hear us, you know, ramble and rant and have a good time, they can find us at Mickey and the Mouse pod on Instagram and look us up we're everywhere so and we're We're, really excited we're creating our own happiest cinematic universe the hcu there'll be crossovers galore who knows what'll happen maybe maybe a a thanos down the line and maybe we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see we're we're all of our podcasts combined into one and it's just the happiest podcast you start just goes back to the happiest podcast. It's just us. Yeah, you start getting like hauntings of squeaks on Mickey and the Mouse episode uh-huh. of him like in the back shadows, and you just uh-huh. he's he ends up pulling the strings. So you never know. I love it. You never know. I love happen. it. I would but, also like to point out, as I said this, John texted me and said, "Did you really just say dorky anime stuff? It's not dorky. It's cool." <laughs> so there you, you go. know, you can there see you the go. dynamic already. But oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. But episode one, episode two out now. Episode three mm-hmm. coming soon. So, yep. and you're still on Happiest Podcast every week. And too. I'm still here. Yes, you're I'll be here anywhere. every week. And he I'll be doing that every all. week. I oh, do yeah. everything. I will be everywhere. You can't escape me, just like Thanos. <laughs> just like <laughs> you're our Thanos. <laughs> He's inevitable. Yeah. Yep. So, no, it's very exciting. Well, good deal. Well, like I said, this week we are answering the question that we all. Maybe, I, I don't know. I personally have been asking myself over like the last maybe year, year and a half, is Universal 
better than Disney or get, getting better than Disney. And I think this is even more so at the forefront with all the Epic Universe stuff that's come out. Um, we're talking specifically uh, Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando uh, Resort. So Islands of Adventure, uh, Volcano Bay, Universal Studios there and the Walt Disney World Resort Parks. Um, obviously, we can go into endless comparisons if we go nationwide or even worldwide. Um, and we're not going to be going one to one. We're not, we didn't like pit a tournament style attraction versus attraction rating super analytical. We're just here to talk about kind of our thoughts, uh, you know, from the consumer side of what we see, what one company does well, what another company does well, and where maybe Universal is finally, you know trying to take on Disney, give them a run for their money, which they've been trying to do forever. Um, they've kind of been stuck in the shadows, but will we see a changing of the guard in Orlando theme parks? Let's see. So, Andrew? No. Um, what is that from? What was that? That's the T2 theme. Oh, well. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna blame that on the performer, but yeah, I mean that's fair. <laughs> well, you didn't understand the bum 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 bum. I understand that. Yeah. You, well, you, well you cut out for a little bit, so oh, I did got, I? I only I'm got sorry. the last two bum bums, so I wasn't sure exactly where right. where you were going. But well, I'm just gonna tell y'all between the four of us, hmm. I do know the most about both of these combined. Combined, mainly because of Universal. Wait, what are you it? talking about? Combined. I would what you, say. What are you saying? I, I would say I have. You're saying your knowledge. Disney World knowledge is surpasses I, I, mine. I would say my Disney and Universal knowledge no, is no, better no, no. combined than anybody else's. That's Disney and Universal knowledge. I would agree to that. Okay. Okay. Combined, I'm not saying my disagree. Disney. I'm not saying my Disney knowledge is necessarily. Here I am about to turn this. This is better. a surprise game day. It's not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hunter's no. like, give me ten minutes. No, yeah, let me so, create something real quick. Hunter is going to be leading this episode, but if you notice, I'm talking a lot. It's because I probably have a lot to say. Hey, we're all leading this episode. Don't don't Hunter, put this no, on me. You, Hunter has all of our categories listed out the way we're going to be going and comparing, and then open world discussion. Unless Hunter yeah, was trying to get outline. me to say like, what, unless Hunter was just trying to go around the room and he thought I had something to say, which I don't. So no, I didn't no. know if you wanted to kick it off. Let's, oh, let's if I all want to kick, it, kick off, it off. No. What is so? I mean, let's just say this. Let's start the episode so everybody knows where we stand. If you had a two day vacation, no work, two nights in a hotel, or what would that be? Two day, yeah, whatever, three day, two night vacation no job no nothing and you got to pick between universal or walt disney world which one would you choose i would choose walt disney world right now yeah, walt today. disney world yeah and that would maybe be... that'll change once epic universe comes around maybe but I... as it is today i'm walt disney world and i know you're probably biased because you live basically on property at walt disney world so you get all of it so but yeah. i just think i'm biased but i also buy into like the whole disney name you know what i mean because it's yeah. so synonymous with like everything in my life like i have to go disney mm -hmm. but you wouldn't mind a little when, little getaway like, at Universal? when you when you like compare apples to apples and like depending on the time of year that's also a really big thing mm. sometimes i do think that you're gonna get more bang for your bucket universal 
And I'm not, I'm not proud enough to admit, like to not admit that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But you'll see what I mean when we start talking. AJ? But yes, I would say Disney. Which one? You said for like a like a three day trip. That's what you said. Well, three day, two night, no responsibilities, no clock in, clock out, just you and whatever you want to do. <laughs> See, I know it's hard <clears throat> because I feel like feel like universe, you're betraying. Is this even, I why do, is this even a hard decision? That's why we're having this episode now. It's why we're having this conversation. But like, I don't know because when we did we did that same thing. We did three days, two nights at Disneyland Paris, and it's a two park you know set up but one of them's really a half day park i feel like universal would be fun to do because i don't think either of them are a half day parks i genuinely think both of them could be full day parks and you feel accomplished by the end of your vacation i think if you only did three days at disney there is just without a doubt so much more to do at disney that i hate the feeling of leaving and being like oh i missed something or oh i didn't do something or oh i Mm. you know this was on my list but i can never get to it or blah 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 universal for a quick trip i would do that over disney Maybe I would change my mind when the third part comes around because it looks like it's going to be intense. But I like yeah. having things completed. So you're, yeah, big completions, <laughs> we can see for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. Disney's so massive. Even when you go for a week, you don't get it all done, please. Yeah. True, true. Which we will talk about. Mel, did you say one or the other? I did say I agreed with you. Okay. I said I would okay. I would totally right now. If John came in the room right now and was like, babe, we're booking a trip, I'd be like, Great, we're going to Disney World, right? Like no, that's no. that's just how it is. We'd probably do Universal for like a half day or a day because we just don't know it as well. So yeah. you know. All right. Well, let's start out with a bang. So I kind of I do have some categories. And the way I did this is I went to the My Disney Experience app. And when you open the drop down selector, it gives you categories, which I thought broke a broke up kind of like the different disciplines within both parks. So, um, you know, things like shops, hotels, dining, entertainment, characters, attractions, so on. So we're going to work through that. And it's going to just kind of be discussion about each of these um, centered around the topic. Um, We're going to start off with a bang and go attractions. Um, We'll talk family attractions first, because I think it's very important when looking at both Universal and Walt Disney World to separate family and more adult-oriented attractions or intensity attractions. Um, But fun note, I was not expecting this. As I looked, first off, the Universal app or whatever interactive map they have on their website isn't very good. I've noticed Mm -hmm. in terms of trying to figure out height requirements, like I tried to find no height requirement rides and then ones that you needed to be accompanied by. And it only showed me two. And then I started clicking on individual rides and found some more, but I found five attractions at universal studios where they don't have a minimum height. If you're with an adult to put that into perspective, Walt Disney world has 57. Between both parks, there's only five between both parks. There's only five. And I clicked around for a bit. And it's pretty much the carousel, um, the basically the Seuss carousel. Um, Cat in the Hat has a height requirement. Um, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, which is basically their Dumbo. Um, that's one that doesn't. Um, there is a the Minions. Because that's just like a conveyor belt walkway. So that makes sense. Yes. That one is. And then there's the one spinner attraction that I would probably never ride. Kang and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl. Not not my thing. Not my thing. 
The fact that it has the word hurl in the name. Twirl and hurl. Yeah. And it's the one that's like the monster that looks like he's throwing up and drooling. You're in little flying saucers. But yeah, I mean, just starting right off the bat, Disney has a demanding lead. I feel like if you're with your family, family attractions, 57 to choose from. If your child is 36 inches tall or less versus five for Universal. Which is also kind of a plus if you are not with your family and you want to avoid all the children. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Which I think we're going to get to. And the yeah, the exact opposite of that is the adult attractions, which Universal has the upper hand almost. Of course they do, because they have Hulk, Mummy, the new ones, obviously, Hagrid's, um, all of those. And they kind of knock it out of the park. I, I will also say this, though. I mean, everyone always talks about how, and I'm just going to use the layman's terms here, the fat-friendly attractions mm. and like the way they talk about it. I think Disney, with a lot of those rides that don't have requirements, are also a lot more geared towards people that don't necessarily fit in certain attractions. So like your Omni movers like Spaceship Earth and Haunted Mansion and all that, like no one's not fitting on that. So I think that's another thing that Disney has that I wouldn't say is necessarily geared towards the fact that it's for kids. It's geared towards everyone. A lot lot more more accessible. Yeah, I think that, yeah, Yeah. accessible is the right word. So it's like one of those types of things because there's Mm -hmm. people that like, like my my dad, for example, he's really, he's not like a big guy. He's like maybe 220. Mm-hmm. And but it's tough to fit into well, Velocicoaster. So like, well, he, does, he, he wouldn't, ride that, he wouldn't ride that anyway. But like Hagrid's, for example, like he can't do the sidecar. Yeah. The sidecar is tough. Even it's, just getting in and out of that thing as an able bodied person, I'm like, huh? they're, <laughs> like, they're real big on the, uh, the shin guards. And so, like, it'll, like, mess mm. you up. And, like, so they yeah. also have, like, a lot of issues with height stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I dated a guy that couldn't ride, like, half the rides at um, Universal because he was too tall for all of them. That's and it's so like, interesting. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, you'll you'll see they have little bars as people are crossing that you'll literally smack your head onto. Because they're like, oh, nope, too tall. Too tall. Oh, they out. turn you away for being too tall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's why like, you, you'll like, notice that you how tall those. is too tall. Like what is what made them? Yeah, what, at what six, height are you at risk? At, you know, are you like six, four, six, five. Yeah, that's not even really like that, that tall. crazy tall. Yeah, it's not and, the male average because let's be real. Most women are not, you know, I mean, there are, but it's mostly, you know, I think the average male height is like five, eight technically, but still a plenty of guys are over six. And that's foot. a good number of people. Yeah, for sure. Like that's Dang. that's like I didn't wow. think of that. So yeah, Disney in terms of both family and accessibility has basically gotten first place on both of these yes. so far. Yes. Um I did put a couple in here just for fun. Um obviously to kind of compare one to one just as discussions. So ET versus Peter Pan. ET is a thousand times better. Mm. ET is a, a weird ride. ET yes, scares but it's me. So much better. It's so much better. It smells I- funny in there. <laughs> No, that it smells movie... amazing. Oh, amazing. see, that's a very diff- like mm, Hunter. You're crossing into some territory that you might be having some people screaming in their cars. Oh, is that a people sacred smell? Like, the yeah. like, ET smell. People lose their minds. It's like a Rome burning smell. 
Yeah, oh, Magic yeah, Candle Company, sick. like, you know, they make, like, an E.T. smell. But that's, basically. like, the type of smell where if you built a new attraction, it's like, you're not going to get that smell for 15 years. Like, you got to let that, you got to <laughs> let that gotta ruminate. Oh, yeah, yeah, before that smell really matures, if you know what Eat I mean. Eat some mildew growing in there. <laughs> some mildew. And, like, I know some of those, in the walls. Yeah, some of those forest <laughs> scenes, you don't know what's gro really growing in there and what's just It's really plants. realistic, okay? Uh, <laughs> but I would also say... It's not even just like an age thing because obviously our Peter Pan's really, really old. Yeah. Outside of maybe Shanghai, it's better than a lot of Peter Pan attractions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Peter Pan's pretty, uh, we always is say there anything it, it's other? so basic. Yeah. Is there anything other than Peter Pan you'd compare it to? I feel like that is the go-to comparison that most people do say. Well, it's a but... hanging, it's a hanging Darker. Is it hanging or is yeah. it on or yeah. on the top of the rail? Is it hanging? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Not so, to mention you just have like that fun little like ET says your name. Everybody like at like they ask your name as you're going in and like yeah. that's become its own little bit and it's 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 a lot better. Okay. And what it, about... don't get me wrong, it's shown its age. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But so is Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Yep. <laughs> What about the Seuss trolley train and the people mover? People mover. People mover. Seuss no. trolley train. Really? Are you serious? Yes. Have to be the contrarian. Wow. I I am also just not the biggest fan of the people mover. Um, I, we just keep seeing opinions on here that I know people are going to lose their ever loving minds over. What are uh, all about is opinions. Correct. I I don't know. I just don't love the people mover. People say it's relaxing. I feel like I get whiplash every time I ride it. The voice, especially the new one, is very annoying. And like, if you're trying to relax, that's not it. Um, the Seuss trolley train is adorable. She's a good time. She's fun. I mm. and the views you can't get like riding the Seuss trolley train during golden hour so much better than people mover. Unless you're riding people mover during fireworks. But really, it's say, just oh, that in whole environment for me. I think my like, thing the whole for... themed land is just kind of. You don't I like Seussland? Going... No. We're going past the castle and you're going to pick Seussland over looking at the, the castle? only thing I will say is I think the ride itself is probably a little cooler. My problem with it is it's a lot more uncomfortable mm. and the line sucks. Hmm. It's not the mm. conveyor belt to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the beating sun of Tomorrowland. But... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got on the more intense attractions. I know what y'all are gonna say here. Hagrid's versus Tron. Hagrid's. Yeah. Hagrid's. All There's the more. Way. It's obviously a lot longer. More show elements. Not just a dark room. Um, with Hagrid's the... just might be even without the storyline. One of the best, the most well constructed coasters ever. Yeah. So smooth, low, so fast, swoopy. And, yep, so many plot twists. I'm not gonna, I mean, it's been open for like how many years now, but I still don't want to say the plot twists. I'll be honest, I had no idea. I, I don't it even for the know. First time this past, uh, when did I go? Was it October, November? Um, mm. and I had no idea. And I, we were writing it and we got to the point, and I'm not gonna say obviously what happened, but we just got to a point where we stopped, and then all of a sudden, I see multiple people. Andrew and Nick like looking back at me like, huh, huh. I'm like, why are you looking at me? What's about to happen? So yeah, it was fun. Uh, I I enjoyed it, and I don't really think it's very comparable to a lot of other things. Like it has elements of Expedition Everest in there in terms of maybe some track switching. It has some 
um, I don't know, slinky dog launching. I mean, but like none of those really compares one to one. It's kind of just the best of all of them, I feel like. So Hagrid's for that for sure. Um, Jurassic Park and Dinosaur. I don't, that's not oh, a fair comparison. That's it, not a fair. It's not, but that's the no, closest one. No, I would have said I no. What, what, no. what would you, you say? Like you know what? Go, go. Jurassic Pirates of the Park Caribbean and Jurassic I was gonna, Park. No, I was going to say Splash Mountain. Oh, well, well, you're no talking more. riverboat journey. I couldn't tell if you were talking about the land river or adventure. River adventure. Yeah, yeah river I didn't adventure. know what you were talking about. Ooh. Do that in Splash Mountain, and it's still Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park for sure. Okay. Okay. So the again, on these, in there are just so fun. Yeah. On don't even get fun. me started on Jurassic World: The Ride in Hollywood. Okay, I went on that, so I thought that's what we were talking about, and I. It's the same, 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 same but different. It's the same track. It's the exact same track. Okay. But it's just in the Jurassic World instead yeah. of Jurassic Park, and I mean, I really liked it. Oh my gosh, it's incredible! It incredible. was pretty incredible. We went on it twice because we had gotten the pass to like do everything because John and I needed to get Ooh. through everything in a day, which was we could talk about that later. It was really helpful. Yeah. Um, but we ended up going back on it again because we just loved it so much. The theming was fabulous. Even if you want to go into like Jurassic Park, like that land mm-hmm. and Dinoland USA, it's still Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I'm one of those people, like, and I know, like, I'm very anti-IP, but, like, IP at Universal is, it just makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But also, Disney's really, like, been all about, like, our storytelling and all that, and then now it's, like, let's throw IP on everything, and I think that's got, like, its own, like, negative connotation when Universal gets praised for it. So that's not really fair to Disney, but yeah. at the same time, I get it. But no, Jurassic Park is so good and jurassic world at universal hollywood is incredible and if you want to go jurassic world the ride in beijing and compare that to dinosaur which is probably your best actual comparison again it's jurassic world if you want something to like look at that looks freaking awesome and insane go watch that ride on youtube it is incredible you don't wear the 3d glasses it does have the screens and stuff but it they use a lot of like depth perception to make it look a little more 3D. Mm-hmm. It's got there's a there's an Indominus Rex that chases you, and it's not just like the Carnotaurus that or the Carnotaur that like comes at you. It's like yeah, it's like for a while, it's, right? It's like following its own track, like coming That's after you. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. We need well, some of that stuff here. Come on, <laughs> it's coming. But unfortunately, I think it's, it's coming. coming for Epic Universe first, and then we'll see yeah. eventually for Disney. But we'll talk about that at the end um okay last one for attractions forbidden journey at uh islands of adventure or flight of passage flight of passage Mm. i'm sorry can you repeat it i missed it flight of passage versus forbidden journey Mm, forbidden journey there's just too many elements in there where you can and i know this sounds so cheesy there's too Mm -hmm. many elements where you can tell you're in a ride like you're in the like you're in you're on your wand whatever and it flips you up and you just see blank walls or you see yeah. the dusty cobwebs like, takes you in and out of the, of the screen you're like oh, okay literally yeah. okay right, yeah because right. then they have like the circular screens and you're halfway yeah. through thing and the screen's gone or it's reset have you, have you ever like looked back and like seen how the ride works though like you can uh, kind of like lean journey. forward 
Yeah, you can like oh, 100%. Well, like it's that. on the arm on the track. Yeah. It's yes. So cool. But then also the way like the screens work, like it's like four separate screens that just kind of yeah. turn. Well, it's like a follow. like a yeah. Yeah. It's so so it's cool. You're to, always it's cool moving as a ride. Yeah. But in Joel, like it's cool with all like the technology and whatnot and how many different elements that they bring together to complete one ride. But <laughs> there are just so many blank spots that it's hard to actually be. Mm, immersed into it immersed yeah um i will say flight of passage i think needs an upgrade pretty soon her visuals lately Uh i feel like they're not as crisp i feel like they're not as clear i feel like if you're not sitting directly in the middle you're having a hard time yeah i clean the glasses every time i do a ride with glasses i clean them no but i'm saying like i think they're getting a little warped correct i will say i don't know how true or not this is but i heard a rumor didn't oh. hear it from me, but I heard a rumor that they're actually thinking about making Flight of Passage and like changing the technology to not make it 3D and need glasses because the glasses are so expensive to replace that it's like not worth it to have them anymore. And it's I not think worth about it. To how many pairs they've they got? They're they more got... like Soren to make it yeah, more expensive. Yeah. Oh, see that. Okay. If they do that, then, then Forbidden take... Journey. Yes. But the thing is, Forbidden but... Journey needs an update with like For sure. their stuff. Problems. I will say this. Flight of Passage is better than Forbidden Journey, but it's also like one of those things you have to look at in the same way you look at Ratatouille versus Rise of the Resistance in like the time period, um, because they are like different styles of ride. The yeah. IP and the queue, I think, is better at Forbidden Journey, right? Just because of like you are going to you're in Hogwarts. Hogwarts exactly i mean that's what it is that's like why you're literally goes, in that's it. that part it's almost cooler. like the cue overshadows the experience i never feel 100 percent coming off of that ride i'm just throwing that i was out gonna there. say I always, nausea. I'm always like i'm either like uneasy because they they get way up in my personal space those whatever those death eaters dark eaters uh, the, the dementors the dementors the uh, i had the dragon right in my face the dragon like, yes like in my contacts my contacts literally like shriveled it's i was so like please don't good. fall gets, out of my eyes it gets in your personal space <laughs> but you're also looking at something like that that came out in 2010 so yeah. i know they did the filming form in like 2000 they did that filming when they were filming the sixth or, or the seventh Phoenix, right the fifth fifth wow so that was a long so time like, ago I think it opened in 2010, but I think the ride was basically done in like 2008 or nine. And I so mean, that I... tells you like, that's, that's almost a 10 it's year a gap time from flight of passage to that. But also props to props to that ride for practical effects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some like I better, think something... it could have been a hundred percent screens. That was kind of in that, when Universal, like when I was a kid, I felt like Universal was just a different simulator ride, whether it be Transformers, Spider-Man, yeah. whatever it was for all their attractions. And then they kind of like, that was their Copy transition of like, kind of keep the simulator stuff, but let's add some practical. And now we're at like a Hagrid's level with Universal consistently, I feel like. So something to think about. Something it's better. Think. I don't know if it's better than Flight of Passage, but it's better than Millennium Falcon. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a fair valid. comparison. Um, but yeah, so attractions in general, where do we fall on our Universal Walt Disney World? Attraction specific, we're not talking full vacation anymore. I'm still... Uh, I was going to say, I'm still... I, I would say 
the stuff that Disney does really, really good, like their e-tickets, probably have a slighter edge. But like top to bottom attractions, I think they're better at Universal. Disney has the quantity with it. See, but then again, we've we've gotten Tron from Disney and versus well, in the a last... Velocicoaster or a Hagrid's from Universal. I, like the quality in... of the new stuff, I feel like Universal is with the point. with yeah. the exception of we'll say Rise and Flight of Passage. In the last ten years, every ride that Universal has done has been better than the rides that Disney's done. Mm-hmm. The Big new claim. stuff, yeah. Except uh, Fast and Furious, is that still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast and, <laughs> Fast and Furious. No, we just didn't Kong. talk about that one. Fast and Furious to be Kong and Kong, but like at the same time, I mean, I would say those are just as good as like the Little Mermaid ride. I felt like Kong was kind of cool. Like I know people hated on Kong, but the, like the when Kong, it was new, I was like, this is kind of cool. Well, the, and I've said this before, all of the money for those two attractions went to the queue because yeah. they yeah. were portions of, did you do the backlot tour in Hollywood when you went? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. So is it still part of the? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, so you do that on the backlot tour. Th- yeah. That's what but... I'm saying is like, that was that entire attraction was a portion of that one ride. Yeah. And yeah. so they just made these massive cues for it. But you also like, have the animatronic of Kong, which is cool when yeah. you Pretty finally cool. see it. Like they, they added a little couple extra things here and there. But like, uh, I will say once again, and it goes back to the screen thing is like, they'll have these great practical effects. They throw in like the ginormous Kong. But then it's like you're staring at a screen that looks like it needs to be updated. And it's like, okay, I'm kind of pulled out. And I will say that's where Disney, in my opinion, has the edge of I feel like you see a lot more practical things in front of you, which I just appreciate personally. Like I like going on Pirates of the Caribbean and I'm seeing the animatronics in my face. You know what I mean? Like, but that's like, once again, some people might not care about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'd say yeah, yeah. I'd say right now Universal has my vote in summary for me. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I really would. I, would. I think Andrew said it best. Yes, Disney World has the edge because they have the quantity, but I think the quality goes to Universal. Definitely. Especially recently. Mm-hmm. They really really I'm so excited for this fifth park because of what they've been doing recently God, their existing insane. two parks versus like Disney. With the talk, or excuse me, the third park, not the fifth park, with Disney's fifth park. We that, can you know, only wish. Correct. Fifth park. They're going to put it in New Jersey. Come on. The rumor with the fifth park that's going around, I don't even know how excited I would be for it because of the quality that we've been putting out lately. Well, I think think they're going to have to really slam, like, they're going to have to do something. But the thing is, I hope that all the preliminary planning is already done because I don't know if Disney's going to be able to take the financial hit that they're going to take. And then be like, oh, we're announcing this in 2024. In 2030, it's going to be done. Yeah. Like, I don't think they can wait that long. I think they would have to, like, have something out no later than end and of rush it. They can't rush it or else they I don't just, think they – but the thing is they, they, they really wouldn't have to rush it. They're just going to have to get past their own – they're going to the have to get thing their – to think about, too, is the current workforce and labor force, though – uh, Epic Universe is creating like I want to say it was fourteen thousand jobs is what they told us in one of my classes, but like where are they getting those people from? We've mm-hmm. got ten thousand people a day moving into Orange County. 
Well, and thousands. And I will say, Disney, I'm not as worried about. Orange and Disney College program just had their biggest move-in date ever in January, which is crazy because we're doing um like rolling emissions now. It's not these huge waves of like one May 5th, one on May 13th, and like that's it. That's your entire program for the fall. Like we're doing more of a rolling admission now, which is insane that we just had our biggest one in January. However, the non-temporary workforce is not as booming as you think right now in Orange County. Hmm. It's not, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they staff Epic Universe and then turn around and do one for hopefully Disney. Knock on wood. I think, yeah, I think people are going to, I mean, if if it's built, like people are going to find their way over there. Also, like, you build it like from perspective yeah, of like go. living outside of florida people hear about this stuff and i can tell you my friends are like i'd move to florida to work there so i think it literally if the job if it's if it's offering an amount that someone can move to do they're gonna do it you know that's the problem though will it offer the amount you need <laughs> probably not but nothing for most really people it doesn't right but it's it's the privilege of working the for privilege. the mouse yeah. but, fair, fair um i will say since we're kind of we talked about fifth gate shortly i the trend that i predict coming is something we've we're seeing at epic universe we're gonna see at um universal kids in frisco in texas they're building resorts as the gate for these new parks like the resort itself has like a pass-through on the bottom floor and that's the quote-unquote gate it picture frames like the entrance but there are many many direct theme park view rooms like right on theme park view um i think isn't there a disney park that's like that too disneyland paris yeah disneyland yes. paris has that so i think if disney does do a fifth gate we're gonna see some sort of deluxe hotel as the gate slash theme park view and all of that that seems to be a trend that's happening with new theme parks that are getting built but why while we are on attractions and as we cycle out of attractions we have to talk mm. about express pass versus fast pass plus i the the more i i've never personally used express pass but the more i look into it, it sounds so much better especially the express unlimited pass where you just literally get to do it as many times as you want it's more expensive but i think because it's more expensive less people use it which make it more of a justified cost versus disney's fast pass plus or, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Genie, Genie Plus. Plus. I was um, just going to let you keep doing I'm just it. just thinking pass, of the good old Plus. days. I'm thinking of the good old days. But uh, uh, no, Genie Plus, where they're making you use it. And if you don't, you're kind of you're kind of hosed. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Express Pass looks more like a luxury that like feels like a luxury when you buy it. And you're like, oh yeah, this is worth it. And Genie Plus is kind of like, hey, you got to do it. And if you mm-hmm. don't, it's not going to be fun. That is very well said. Very well said. No, I I don't remember exactly the pass that we had gotten for California um, because they do have one or two, right? They have like the normal express pass where you get to go into each thing once. And then they have another one that's like an unlimited and you just get to go, 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 go. Okay, so we did the one where you could go in once and it was worth it because we were able to just walk on every single ride within like five minutes. And then honestly the wait times were short enough. Like, like we said, we went back on VelociCoaster and stuff and it really was no issue. Like we were able to go back and do things again. So, but it did feel yeah. very like, Ooh, 
we get to just walk on here. It was very much no hassle, which was and really, it's so really nice, nice to have that peace of mind. And again, you're in a sense of the theme here. If you only have one or two days, I suggest budgeting for that express pass because it's going to be so worth it because you're going to get to do everything. Like mm-hmm. Hunter said it best. And your planning there- becomes minimal when with Genie Plus, your planning goes through the roof and it's the stressful. Only Correct. thing it's- I will say is I think Genie Plus is a better system for the overall experience of people express is very very like if you get express it's better for you so it does almost feel like yeah i think that's what it's meant to be though yes yes but i'm saying like it it it's not good on the merge person i'll say that because if everyone decides at one time that that has express they want to go do this one thing then they've then standby is not moving at all Whereas yeah. it like Disney, if a ride goes down and then everybody from that time, they waited, they went back to like Ratatouille, then that's when that happens. I think if you are going to purchase one, Express is the way to go. But I'm also going to add something, and this also has to do with resorts. So I'm going to say it and then I'll go more into it when we talk about resorts and perks and stuff. If you stay at one of the deluxe i guess is what you would call it so that's going to be hard rock portofino and royal pacific you get free express and it is an unlimited express pass yeah that's a good deal sounds like a great deal it's so when you count that into do i want to stay at hotel a or b this one's an extra hundred dollars keep in mind you're getting express i mean it's basically it's basically like the dream pass from back in the day with Disney World that we were all like, oh, I want to be the person that they just give one of those to, like those hard plastic lanyards with the tabs. And you're just like, there you go. I'm in. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth more of the splurge with Express Pass. AJ, did you have a thought that you were going to say before we move on from Express? Yeah, just again, if you are going to Universal, I would budget for it, especially if you're only going to be there for a couple of days. Even for Halloween Horror Nights, my friends and I, a couple of years ago, we only went for one night. We got the version of the Express Pass that they have for that. And it was so worth it because we got through all 10 houses in like two hours versus Mm. then if you go back, you're, you know, waiting hours and hours and hours for these houses. You're maybe doing two or three a night. Um, I just think if you have the luxury to spend that money or if you are smart enough to budget for it, do it. So, so, so worth it. Yeah. I think when we went, we did not have Express Pass when we went to Universal Orlando. And we did a couple attractions. We didn't, like, by any means, knock out 80% of the attractions. So it was kind of, without Express Pass, it felt similar to Disney Standby in terms of you're going to be able to do a, a, you know, very small percentage of what you may want to do in one day. Um, But yeah, there you go. So I think we're all Express Pass backers. All right. Um, let's go into resorts, Andrew, since since you mentioned that. So Express Pass is comes with your resort at Universal. Um, you get no such perk at Walt Disney World, but you get the early morning and evening. Um, 30 minutes now, both? Mm-hmm. So it's 30 minutes every day for every park. Um, and then you have the after, excuse me, not after hours, the extra magic hours, which is mm-hmm. going to be certain nights, for Magic Kingdom or Epcot for deluxe resort guests Extended only. evening hours. Thank you. It's I knew I was eh. getting that wrong. It's the eh hours. 
It's the eh. Eh hours, please. Um, you also do get one other benefit for staying on Disney property. Um, it's hard to it's hard to explain, but for the individual lightning lanes, so this is going to be Seven Doors Mine Train, Tron, Guardians of the Galaxy, Rise of Resistance, and Flight of Passage. You get to book the individual lightning lanes. Again, that's that extra cost paid for lightning lane um, at 7 a.m. versus everyone else has to wait till park opening. Not early park opening, but like true blue park opening to book theirs. So like when I talk to people, I'm like, yes, do the virtual queue for Tron because it's free. But everyone has access to that at 7 a.m. versus only resort guests have access to individual lightning lanes at 7 a.m. So in reality, if you are willing to fork up the money and you don't want to fight people, 7 a.m. is going to be the best time for the individual lightning lanes. And that's a quote unquote perk so that you just have another way to spend money. Let's go do, with that. Do individual, say like for Tron and individual lightning lane opens up at seven, opens up for everybody else at park open. Are those lightning lanes gone by park open a lot of the time? Yep. Dang. So there you go. First come, first serve. They do not reserve any for um, park open. I also have something to say about this 30 minutes before, 30 minutes after thing. I think that is kind of a lame perk. Not 30 minutes after. The not 30 extended, minutes after? No, the extended evening hours are like one That's to two to three or whatever hours, but there is no 30 minutes after. That is not uh, a thing. But the 30 minutes 30 before minutes is lame because they were always letting people in 30 minutes before. Sure, you might be able to hop on an attraction, actually get in like a queue, but like you could get all the way to the castle anybody 30 minutes before if i'm not mistaken you just can't go into the lands themselves so i don't i don't know it's just it doesn't seem like it's that much of a perk i think disney is now gone to we're gonna give you if you stay with us you're gonna get the opportunity Mm -hmm. to pay for more and it has become very much like a spirit airlines crap (laughs) oh and and no it has it has it's like Disney is becoming the American Airlines of air travel where they're American. We're, like, we're this spirit. Yes. American where it's like, we're this upper echelon. We're like this legacy, blah, blah, blah. But we're going to run our business models the same way, like a six flags and stuff does. And that's what they're doing now. And it pisses me off to no end when it comes to staying at a resort. The only reason I like staying at a Disney resort now is because I don't leave the resorts because I live here. Mm-hmm. And so Yes, I think that's great. The new minimalist, I used to think that like Disney resorts were head over heels better than Universal Resorts, with the exception of the Express Pass, because I thought that was a really, really cool thing. But you always had extra magic hours and like all that. So that was great. You had the Magical Express. Universal never had that. Well, now, and and I've talked about this on the pod before, like back during the 50th, and stuff where it was like the new mantra has not been it's not like hey here's what you get when you stay at a disney resort it was like engulf yourself in the magic and blah 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 universals got travel back and forth to the freaking parks too you're you're just not missing that much and like the four there's five resorts one two three five resorts that you can walk to the parks and one is a really short bus ride where technically you could walk. So I'll put the asterisk on six and then everything else you bus to. Now, with that said, and actually one of the parts, well, hold on, or, you're, sorry, you're slightly on. off, right? I'm, Yacht, beach, boardwalk. No. Uh, no, 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 I'm talking about universal. Oh, okay. I'm talking okay. about universal. 
really there's gotcha. only like technically i guess there would be one two three there's there's six if you want to count swan and dolphin eight that you can walk to yeah nine with reserve yeah okay if you want to count those which three of those aren't disney hotels then like sure Mm -hmm. you can like yeah you can walk to those parks and stuff but it just isn't worth it anymore and especially with this new minimalist design like the the rooms aren't even like that far off now and it, back when you had Stacy, like that to me was like something that set Disney apart. Well, now it's just well, hold on. footage. Explain, <laughs> explain. That's that's deep cut. People are gonna yeah, be like, okay. "What are you talking about?" Everybody, everybody that is listening to this podcast, I would venture to say someone just went, "Who the heck?" Or buddy, not even people who, are. If heck? people are listening to a Disney podcast if that is not an, like an informative Disney podcast where we're just spouting off our opinions, they're at disney fans and they probably know stacy and if they don't please let me know and i will gladly take stacy aka out of my mouth. your resort entertainment companion who gave you all the latest happenings in yes. the Walt disney world resort yes but on your tv in your room giving you the ultimate access please See, but then i realized then i realized that people freak out about this screensaver tv at walt disney world resorts but here's andrew mm-hmm. he plays it as a, at his apartment every morning yeah, but it's it's not a real one. It's not a real one. Well, it's, it's that's that's not real. Yes, yes, but like that one's not real. But I do I do do that because I do love them. Um, I think when it comes to the bathrooms, and this is this I know this is a really deep cut. Like the showers and stuff at Disney are better because even like with all the updated rooms, because they're going to like the waterfall showers and stuff. A lot of the Universal resorts need an update for that. Mm. Um, they're just they're just not as nice. They're just not as modern. Um. But they're comfy. The beds are basically the same. The pools outside of outside of Aventura, and then maybe Dockside and Surfside. Mm-hmm. All the pools are better. With the and unless you're counting, um, or on par, I would say they're on par, with okay. the exception of maybe Yacht and Beach. But Portofino is very similar to Yacht and Beach. And then uh, Cabana Bay's got a lazy river too. And so, like, you, you've got all that. Do they have they're transportation just, just... to and from the airport, aka a Magical no. Express competitor? So now neither do. No, which that's what that I'm was saying. something that, that set Disney apart a, for a long exactly. time. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing is like, there used to be things that set Disney resorts apart. And now it's just like, oh, we're Disney. Like, you're going to stay with us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much so and right. because and because they're so sectioned off i mean disney is its own property like if you're not staying in a disney resort you're gonna be at a on a dingy bus yeah, but right a, now there's a, there's only two that aren't on like the main universal property and that's dockside and surfside those are the no, only two I know. that aren't like I know. That's what I mean. Universal is more central to like other hotels around it anyways, too. But with oh, Disney, yeah, yeah. you're either you're either staying at a Disney resort or you are being told every day, hey, you're staying off property. And isn't yeah. it isn't it not so great because you have to drive all the way up to Disney property every morning? But yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, I am still I'm I don't know. For the sheer variety and 
options i'm walt disney world but for the perks with express pass i mean that's a over a hundred dollar perk that you're getting daily so like if you can get a affordable unit well it, i say affordable it's a deluxe universal resort room so but but take that into account if you're already going to buy express pass anyways is it for everyone in your party too mm -hmm. yeah. everyone on the reservation so if you got four people that's 400 over 400 bucks a day basically yes. on a yes. two twin room that you'd be getting value in anyways and mm -hmm. going to the park so mm -hmm. that's huge so for that club, i'd say cool. universal definitely so club level is better at disney the disney deluxe resorts and the disney deluxe resorts and then grand destino and i'm not counting dvc here because dvc is kind of its own thing those are nicer than universal's resorts but the thing about Disney is any other moderate resort, Disney just marketed the fact that they had glorified motels. And I'm not I'm not crapping on a motel room, but that's what they are. Like pop, um the motels with a character. That, but that's but they really are. I mean they're doors that open from the outside. That is the difference in a hotel and a motel when you yeah. come down to it. And that's exactly what they are. And Disney just perfected the art of like being like hey you can stay on proud here you can stay in our motel for 300 dollars a night yeah mm -hmm. but that's but really what it guys. is you've yeah, got the skyliner guys. you know yeah i'm not i'm not denying route. that like i'm not i'm not taking that away There's from a certain them. you know the, the perks say quality, yes, they say. the perks at universal are better but so I think if you were saying, and this is why I had, I actually had Hunter write this down because I wanted to get this out. Oh, yeah. If you're comparing like one to one Royal Pacific and Polynesian, I would pick Polynesian over Royal Pacific. Cause I think that hotel is nicer. Sapphire Falls. Sapphire Falls that? to Caribbean beach. It's Sapphire Falls all day long. All right. All day long. That is such a cool resort. And now you don't get express pass for that one. Cause that's considered their moderate, mm. but their moderate is so much nicer. I will also say this, Hard Rock, Lowe's Royal Pacific, and Portofino Bay and Sapphire Falls are not Disney resorts or Universal resorts. They are, but they aren't because those four are owned by Lowe's Hotels. Universal owns Cabana Bay, Aventura, um, Surfside, and Dockside. And then it's going to also have the three new hotels that are coming. So the epic universal ones and i can't think of what they're called off the top of my head i know one's like it's not halcyon but it's something like that mm -hmm. <laughs> the space one uh, yeah like um yeah disney's hotel that is no longer yeah. but hey maybe before long we'll get a universal competitor to the old galactic star cruiser we'll see one day okay so that was hotels mm -hmm. um we've done attractions hotels We'll touch on dining. I personally have not done too many sit-down restaurants at Universal, but I will speak from experience on my most recent trip to Disney World, and we did do a lot of uh, sit-down. We did, um, oh my gosh, Skipper's Canteen, Sci-Fi, Artist Point, at Wilderness Lodge, Tusker House. Topolinos. Oh my gosh, Topolinos. We did a lot in those Chris time. did a ton while y'all um, were here. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a lot. Uh, so <laughs> next time we'll buy some sandwiches for the room. Um, <laughs> but it was fun. I will say variety 
is top notch, food top notch. Um, Maddie, my wife, is gluten and dairy free. So every quick service that we went to, whether it be the only bad experience we had was at Ronto Roaster. So shout out to them for the sausage and scrambled egg. That was um, embarrassing. You I was so confused. Because that was just. Well, okay. This was probably my bad too, because I mean, I did, because when you're at Disney, you have to be careful because you can only, when you're doing mobile orders, you can select the allergy option for one or the other usually. So I like, I had to play this game of the mobile orders. Whenever I would order for Maddie and order our stuff, I would check the milk allergy and then I'd be like, okay, it's there. And then I would go to the, the wheat allergy and I'd be like, okay, it's also there. So I'll do that, but then I'll have to sub no cheese on the wheat allergy option because I don't want that. So we did that for a Ronto wrap um, and I thought we were good. And then, so we got our Ronto wrap. It had, what was our first Ronto wrap? I forgot what it, what it came with. Um, no egg or no, it had cheese. Okay. So I hey, said that one no was cheese. covered in cheese. I said no cheese. Um, and then I handed it back to them. I said, Hey, I asked for no cheese. Uh, for a milk allergy and they're like oh okay yeah it's like yeah it's milk and gluten and they're like okay uh, the uh pita was gluten allergy but then they gave us back our second one our remake and it was oh, just no. the scrambled egg and the sausage no cheese no um flatbread or no pita or whatever it is and i was we were like okay this is strange and then nick actually took it back because we were eating and he was like let me take it because they ate while i was getting it and now i was eating while he was doing it um so shout out to nick thank you uh but he took it back and he's like hey you guys didn't do the flatbread on it like yeah you said milk allergy the flatbread has milk and we're just like oh okay which so just seems so silly to make it with milk i don't know yeah i'm so very confused i'd have to see this image to understand fully so the flatbread like the bread is made of with milk is that what they're it's, it's gluten-free pita but it, it has but milk. there's milk in the pita. So what I did was I did a gluten free allergy order with no cheese because I was like, okay, there's the gluten, there's the right. the milk, so I'm good. And then when I handed it to her, I said, yeah, it's for a milk or a, for a milk allergy. It can't have cheese. And she was like, oh, okay. And she went and talked to the chef, and I was like, That's... okay, this is strange. And uh... then they just here you go, sausage and scrambled egg in a. In a container, which like so. i get it like there's only so much they can do yeah, from experience yeah. like i trust which me I, I understand the struggle but, uh, but it doesn't that, make yeah. it any easier <laughs> yeah but other than that that was literally the only confusing experience everything else was seamless in terms of ordering allergy friendly ordering everything i like everything maddie likes there were plenty mm -hmm. of options tons of stuff to choose from finding dining reservations at walt disney world was a breeze uh, because everybody the Walt Disney World dining reservation system is broken and everybody stacks reservations and cancels them. So when you're there the day of, they're just available. Sometimes if you're lucky, they're just all over the place, um, which we use for like Skipper's Canteen. But yeah, that's kind of my lowdown on Walt Disney World. Again, universal. I think I had a cheeseburger at the Jurassic Park restaurant maybe once. Um, and I think I had green eggs and ham once. And I do remember being traumatized by having to eat green eggs and ham at Universal. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents in terms of Universal dining. And they have that one theme park, best world's best theme park restaurant that I've I heard is not that good. I love that place. Really? No, I will not accept any slander. What's it, what's also, it called? Don't oh, ask me that. Put you on the spot. Mythos? No, it's Mythos. something Mediterranean. Mythos. Thank you. 
Mythos. Mythos. I was so good. I I love that place. It's Mediterranean food. I don't think you can go wrong with Mediterranean food. And if you do go wrong, you are very much trying. But the restaurant itself is gorgeous. The food was great. I've never had a bad experience with the service there. And also, even if you don't want to eat there, just go to their back deck area because there is there are some incredible views of Islands of Adventure because mm-hmm. it's like right on the water and it's breathtaking, beautiful, great spot for photos. But no, the food there is fantastic. Is it the world's number one theme park restaurant? It might have got voted that in like one random cycle of one in like random 2019, magazine. which it's so strange that they have the like the plastic <laughs> banner still up on like the themed facade. And I'm like, okay, this it's is interesting so funny. that you have that, but okay. But like, I love it. I think that place is amazing. And honestly, I was kind of thinking about going to Universal tomorrow. Maybe I'll just go eat there. But I love it. I think the quick service at Universal, I've never had a good quick service experience. Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. I think I think the quick service at Universal is better than the quick service at Disney, but the sit down at Disney is better than the sit down at Universal. Ooh. But okay. with 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 some outliers here and there. You'll have to like, teach me where you go for quick service then because the places I'm just saying like if like, I'm like like Mel's Diner is a thousand times better than Cosmic Rays. But I would say that I don't know, Satuli Canteen is a lot better than Comic Stroop Cafe. You know what I mean? It just yeah. kind of depends on like. I feel like there's a lot of like meh ones at Universal, whereas more so in Disney, they're more like there's more themed, themed certain specialty if com- foods. If, you're, and if you were stuff. just comparing quick service at Magic Kingdom to Universal, it's Universal. Yeah. You know, it's like well, that kind I of don't thing. Know if I, I feel really? like most of the like Hunter really? said though, like most of the Universal ones are going to be burgers, fries, and chicken nuggets. Yeah. Not like yeah. Satuli Canteen type style. Well, I mean, if you're going to like Pecosville. Uh, Delicious. Delicious. Unless mm. it's getting you sick. Yes. Oh. No, but Sorry. like uh if you're comparing <laughs> like uh the leaky cauldron, like the leaky cauldron's really good. And so is three broomsticks. Ooh, I have yes, I have a comparison. So Ogas or the three broomsticks. That's not a fair comparison because one's a bar and one's not a bar. If yeah. you treat three broomsticks like a bar, which is what we did when we went to Universal in yeah, California. Dude, like like Hogshead, you mean? Yeah. Well, where did we go? We went to Three Broomsticks. I, we I went to Universal to, in California. I didn't, I didn't go. Oh there. my gosh! That gummit. I need neck here. But I'm saying like Hogshead's <laughs> connected to the lead, or to Three Broomsticks. Okay. So you were probably at Hogshead, and but like based on like theming and stuff, you got to go Ogas. But there's also a whole story with those. I don't the theming and. In that place at the Harry Potter world. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, just to sit down with a pint. It felt, it felt nice. You know, I'm saying the way, the way, the story of Ogas, that kind of stuff, like that. Also, so hectic. I feel like you miss almost taking it in sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You only got 45 minutes. Go. Yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. But yeah, my vote's Walt Disney World. So. I would say Walt Disney. I would say Disney on yeah. in terms of dining, but okay. Yeah, dining in general, but Universal has some hidden gems. Okay, wait, real quick. Butterbeer, hot, frozen, or ice? Frozen, Ready, go. Frozen, frozen. Okay, frozen. okay, hold on. Butterbeer or LeFou's Brew? LeFou's Butterbeer. Butter no, LeFou's Brew. Every no, time. You are psychotic no. with your no, apple butter juice. Butterbeer sucks, okay? It is you know what? I, great. Just because what? Sebastian probably likes no. LeFou's Brew. I like LeFou's Brew. I get it every time. AJ can attest. She got, it's true. We, we went into the park, and she was like, we can do anything. What do you want to do? I was like, 
Let's Lefer- walk together, Lefer's bro. Literally made like, a beeline. Cool, cool. Yeah, okay. That's not at all weird. John is also nice like a Lefou brew obsessed person. So you two have John? to go. Yeah, he loves it. Me and loves gonna, it. We're just going to take a trip together. And I remember being we're so excited about Lefou's, Lefou's brew. Like, I remember being so excited about it. And then I had it. And I was like, well, this it's isn't delicious. It's not it's really good. It's butterbeer. It's not, it's just not I think they're, they're so different, though. So basically, a Lafouche yeah, is, is like an apple cider, like a frozen apple frozen cider. Frozen apple cider then, with the marshmallow top. So the Ooh, marshmallow whip yeah, on yeah, top yeah. is basically like a passion fruit juice mixed with sugar with heavy whipping cream. Um, Amazing. I think a little bit of apple in there as well. I made like a homemade one that's like a knockoff of it, basically. Really? Uh, send yeah, the recipe, really please. I'll send you the recipe. It's yes. so good. Yes. Um, it's pretty close. I would say it's pretty spot on, but I think the whipped cream is what makes Lefou brew like really, 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 really good. But I think butter beer, it's so different. It's more buttery and caramelly to me. It's, it's definitely Delicious. more of a heavy, like, yeah, syrupy, that's, you know? that's what I don't, I just don't think I like that part of it. It's kind of like, it's got some like cream soda vibes and I'm like, yeah, it's ah. kind of like your cream soda. Like, and that's the thing. It's like Lefou brew. It's, it's apple cider. It's just it's completely sweet. different. You're going fruity. Yeah. versus like a cream soda and i don't even know if that's like fair that's apples and oranges you all know? about the fruity but uh so but <laughs> but with the drinks with the drinks specifically since we mentioned that with alcoholic beverages i've never like had like drinks in universal per se to ooh, the extent ooh. of like drinking around the world but in terms of like going places you have your surly sarlaccs your california sunsets your each each place, whether that be baseline, uh, drinking around the world, Arendelle Aquas, you've got all kinds of stuff. Is there is there that kind of stuff the same caliber at Universal? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you everything at Universal. It's almost like hidden gem stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. um, like there. Oh gosh, what is the name of that bar at the very beginning of Islands of Adventure? They've got a really cool little bar there, and I cannot remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but you've got the Jaws bar, which is a Margaritaville. Great bar. See, that's what walk, you when I think stuff. of Universal, I think of okay, give me a vodka soda, and you're just you, like, no, okay, no, there you go, you're drinking at Universal. You've got, you've got Finnegan's, you've got the Jaws bar, you've got Duff's. So if you want a beer, Duff's, but that's you know you've got that. Um, you've got the bar in Diagon Alley. What else is over there? At Islands of Adventure, you've got but yeah, but like three at, bars at in Jurassic all, Park. At all said bars, are there like signature cocktails yes, and yes, stuff like that? Yes. Okay. Like like to the point, like the water park, like Volcano Bay, they have a beer called the Volcano Blossom. It's that's the only place in the world you can get it. Okay. okay. And like that, and it's it's amazing. So yes, it's just as good. There again, it's just more quantity over at uh Disney. Yeah. So if that's what you if you're looking for something like I know I can find something here in this park that I would want to drink, Disney. But if you are someone that really wants like that little hidden recommendation, Universal's right up there with them. They just have less bars. Okay. Well, moving on from that, I I I had categories and we're not going to go through every category obviously cuz then we'd be here for another few hours. I had, you know, shops, entertainment, transportation, restrooms, you know, maybe Patreon will will talk specifically ahead to head on restrooms for Universal and Walt Disney World, but not today. Um let's end this with events. Um specifically special events, 
Um, obviously, Disney, you have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Jollywood Nights. We'll see if that comes back. Um, then you have the Epcot festivals going year round, um, along with other special after hours events. Um, Universal, my, what I'm familiar with, Andrew, and you can fill in the blanks, is Horror Nights. Um, and then the Grinchmas is that so they have two okay they've got they've got two when it comes to events and this is something i wanted to add and i'm glad we did food and drink before this and you were talking about drinks and stuff because universal's really upped their food and drinks but the way that they do it where epcot has like food and wine and flower and garden and all that universal does with their seasonal offerings to be as quick about this as possible and then we can start having discussions on like the different stuff. Universal does Halloween better. Disney does Christmas better. Mm-hmm. Universal does Mardi Gras. Disney has nothing in the spring. There is absolutely nothing in the unless spring you're at unless French you want to count and doing their one-off parade. Yes. <laughs> like it's yes. not a park event, obviously, but yeah. Yes. Um, and like if you want to do flower and garden, I mean, you're looking that spring and summer kind of deal. So in that aspect, I mean, that was kind of, I guess, your best comparison when it comes to that. Mardi Gras is more fun. There's a parade every single day. There's two of them a day that they do for Mardi Gras. You catch beads and all that. And Flower Garden is food and wine in the spring. But now Mardi Gras has also become a food and wine festival as well on top of Mardi Gras. Um, So I would say Mardi Gras would take the spring as well. Um, now, as far as like Grinchmas, the stuff that Universal does for Christmas is included in your park ticket, whereas Disney, it's a special ticketed event. So you get the Macy's parade um, every day in the evening included in your ticket and Grinchmas is included in your ticket. So that one's kind of one of those things that like it's not a one-to-one comparison. Exactly, exactly. Disney does more necessarily, yes. I guess you could say, yes. because, because if you think about it, you have Disney theming and stuff like that. Like everything's decorated, obviously everything's for Christmas. Gorgeous. They've got like so. the merch out. They've got like the foods, yeah. you know, the offerings for Christmas time. Um, also just like the party so massive, you know, yeah, it's a big deal and it, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think where I sit festival wise, obviously, because I'm scared of Halloween Horror Nights, I'll just yep. say I side with Walt Disney World on this. Yeah. One of these days, we got to get y'all down. I don't know if I'll we'll make go it. Together. We I'm can do it. You, that'll we, be the we, best night of our lives. We'll we all to go together. It together. We'll do no. an express pass. So you can just get it done and get it over with. It'll be great. Nope. No, oh, no. So an express uh-uh. pass stack all of those haunted houses, or what are they called? Scare houses? Scare zones and Scare zones. haunted houses? Oh, haunted houses. Okay. Question mark? No. Sorry, I, I thought wait. they had some fancy name, but... I will wait, like, outside the gate and be like, hey, what up? <laughs> we'll go get a drink at Margaritaville or something. <laughs> I'm, not, uh-uh. I'm uh-uh. telling you, it oh. is... Even if you don't like scary stuff, it becomes such a thing that you just want to go and drink at and people watch. Um, And there's different areas. Like, you don't have to be in the scare zone, but the drinks are so much fun. And and that's another thing is, like, you can get – and Disney tried this out there for a second. They did it, like, one year. They didn't market it at all, but you could get a pass that you could go to every Halloween party. 
Um, but at Universal, you have your frequent fear pass. So you can go five nights a week if you pay 400 bucks. And it is well worth it if you don't work at night. And, yeah. and it's just, it's fun to go to. And, you know, you got your pizza fries and it's become like HHN has become its own like weird fan base. Whereas like Mickey's not so scary. doesn't have like that fan base. Like there are people, there are YouTube accounts and podcasts that are dedicated just to Halloween Horror Nights. And like, they're like, they're the ones that are doing all the projection maps. Like, oh, what are we getting? And like, something else I like about Universal is they, they're not afraid to make fun of themselves. And Universal came out with this ad and I'll send it to y'all, but everybody at home can, you know, look it up. It's, uh, you know, you're an HHN fan when, Mm. and they really are just like picking on themselves. It's like, you remember in HHN 26 when, or you remember in HHN 14 and like they talk about like the rumors and and all that because people are that obsessed with it and it makes it that much more fun. And it's and more so of like, a happening. Like if you weren't there for that one, then you'll never be there. Exactly. Because they're all changed. Where yeah. if I went to Very Merry in 2015 and I went in 2023 and I'm like, cool. Yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of it's it's the same deal pretty much packaged yeah. up. Yeah. But cool. Well. One more theoretical question, and it'll be a quick one. Ten years from now, who do you have your money on? Universal Ooh. or Walt Disney World? Ten years Disney. from now. So that's Disney... Epic Universe in full swing. Maybe Disney has a fifth gate. Maybe they've postponed it for ten years. Do we believe that they're going to build one in the next ten years? If Disney doesn't learn from what they've done for the last seven years. years, I'll say seven. I'll say seven. Yeah. 2015 was a good year. Yeah. From 2015. That was, oh, that that was, was nine years ago. Jesus. My gosh. Okay, so we will say 10 years. We will say 10. <laughs> no. that, was, that was nine years ago. Oh my gosh. Okay. Not to make y'all feel years. old or anything, but. but hey, even you're getting more there so too, the AJ. Seven. You're no longer one even of more, the youngins. Even more the last seven. But we'll say nine. If they learn from they gave Universal a chance to take that step above them. And now the gauntlet's been laid. And it's time. It's like oh, younger brother, like little brother, he hit a growth spurt and he just smacked big brother in the mouth. And now big brother's like, oh, I'm not bigger than you anymore. I am going to have to hit the gym. So if they yeah. hit the gym, then yes, I think Disney will still retain their stuff. If they stay on the path that they've been going on about like, oh, Let's throw out these blue sky ideas. Let's give a new popcorn bucket. Let's add a ride here and there. We're going to make a new land. Then yes, Universal will overtake them because this is not the end all be all for Universal because the one thing Universal has been very smart about and on top of it with who they have in charge now, he came from the creative side. There's going to be a lot of money pumping in and Universal is very good about pumping the money that they've made from the parks back into the parks. That's why Harry Potter saved him in the first place. And then Disney's using the parks to stay alive. <laughs> exactly. Or streaming efforts. Yeah. Well, Disney Plus saved the parks, and now the parks have to save Disney Plus, unfortunately. So interesting cycle that we're in. But yeah, I would I'd put my money on Universal, especially if Disney doesn't open a fifth gate. Like if it's Universal's three parks to Disney's four, they're gonna be pretty even playing field, I feel like, especially with one of Universal's parks being brand new, 100%. Yeah. I'll agree yeah. to that. 
because the land that they bought over there, there's more, there's more there's room so than much just land. Is there more room just oh, than for the third they, park? They bought enough to where I think I did. I looked at something. They could build like three more or two more parks, like Hollywood studio size. Oh, really? I thought yeah. they were capped out at three in size, but they can have mm -hmm. even more. No, room. that was the whole thing with all the land that they bought. That was the one that was like triple the size of Animal Kingdom. No. Okay. And you know how big Animal Kingdom is, and that's because and most I of mean, it's Savannah. Yes, and so like safaris, that's three point two square miles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. All right. Well, there it is. Maybe this will be. What is Universal's catchphrase? Is what is their catchphrase? Do they have anything like that? I was gonna say maybe this won't be happiest podcast on earth anymore. Maybe it'll be. Dun, 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 dun. the the t2 podcast or something I don't uh, know. right now it is it's let yourself whoa let your no no let yourself no. whoa <laughs> no way, that's it that's what it says we need to it cue just... out with that ali and aj song um like a roller coaster ride that one yeah there you Please. go <laughs> well there you have it so hopefully disney gets their act together <laughs> What is that from? Are you kidding me? Am I off? I don't know. It's E.T. Also, uh, okay, right before know. we end this, I need y'all to hear something. Okay. They were playing Harry Potter music on a Disney bus the other day. <laughs> to the point where I, I thought, like, I had my headphones in, and I was like, hmm, is this coming from my phone? And then I took it out, Which and I heard it, and I go, What? Like just a th like cinematic music, like, 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 like not that. the Harry Potter. Really? Yes. I think you might have been confused, buddy. Go listen <laughs> to last week's episode. All right. Yeah, like I said, confused. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But that is all we have in our comparison: Universal versus Walt Disney World. Who knows what'll happen? We'll just have to wait and see. But again, this episode is sponsored by Mickey and the Mouse podcast, now streaming, aka shout out to Mel. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for this one. Bye bye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. bye, -bye.